previously on Night's Quest. Come and check on me tomorrow. I must I must work through the night. Everyone goes to sleep and we all have good dreams. There's people in the tree? You could get stuck in the tree. The, the deal has been set. You'll protect me. And you will get me to Costa Rica. Now where is Raish? Does he look like that? And there are three hooded figures approaching out of the trees. We got some fighting to do. My boys, my beautiful boys, I've gathered you here today on this uh, sad occasion. On the day of my daughter's wedding. (laughs) The day of my daughter's wedding, a sad occasion. Because uh, after today she'll no longer be my daughter, but she will belong to another family. And after that I'm going to need to send both of you to, to axe the father of that family and her husband so I can get it back. Oh my god. It's a sad day. Do you accept? Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know I how that's like, how I don't know if that's how any of that works, but boss, um, uh, I feel like most of the time, uh, we don't outright say, "Hey, yeah. please go kill this person." Please yeah. go commit. We try axe to use more figurative multiple language, ho- boss. Multiple homicide. <laughs> John, you Franken, my boys, my boys, you misunderstand me. I need you when to go I to say this I need you to house. go. When when I say you need to go ask the father and the husband so I can get my daughter back into my family, I mean I need you to listen to this episode of Night's Quest, my boys. It's a figure of speech, my boys. Is it? Everybody knows this, my my boys. <laughs> now let's go. We have a wedding. The it's more the thing. more times you say my boys, the more I think you're referring to your own testicles, and I can't. <laughs> what? <laughs> you just ruined this character. Oh, no. I can never use it again. <laughs> it was my favorite. I think you mean you can only use this character this, instead of your regular voice. You're no, this you're, man you've lost your own this identity. This is not my default voice. This man, me. he's been giving our family some problems. I need okay. you to go over there to where he is and kill him with guns and bullets <laughs> very graphically. <laughs> I need you to go commit violent atrocities <laughs> at him. I need you to go to me, commit actual crimes. I am as many saying crimes this, as you can. I am saying this right now. If there are any recording devices in the room, I, Leo Vicelli, am giving my blessing for this hit. <laughs> in a court of law, this statement is, is evidence. This is my social security number. Here is my current address, my license, and uh, my insurance information. Uh, I feel like we're getting away from the concept of mafia in general. <laughs> You don't know. Would it surprise you that I don't know what mafia is? <laughs> I thought you had like family in the mafia, Nathan. That's the only reason why I agreed to live with you in college. Because I thought it was like safe. They're gonna protect you. <laughs> no, no, you misunderstood. It, it's, it was backwards. The mafia is his family. That's <laughs> the words got switched Mafia's around. My family. <laughs> well, also when I said you know that I have people who are gonna 
ax other people, I, I meant Night's Quest, which is when we started the show. So of course, are you planning to have axes, axe murders happen in this episode? Well, there's axes in in Night's Quest, hatchets that the blades use. That's true. Yeah. Speaking of the blades. That's where we're at right now. <laughs> the only logical transition we've made so far. We are at the Blades. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, at this point in the story, as you all heard in the previously, I'm Katrina having a very tense meeting with the Orf Run in this beautiful, golden-lit garden. I'm picturing like a little white marble bench, you know, and a little stream babbling by. Like the one from Hercules where the, the muses sang that yeah. song. Oh, I yes. can picture that. Yeah. yeah, so it's a very quaint and quiet little, you know, nice garden with the purple and silver trees and the golden evening light from the trees. But it's all ruined by three shadowy figures <coughs> emerging from the trees. Now, um, to help me craft this world, I have created a list of possible weapons that these figures are going to be using. <laughs> Ooh, okay. And so if you boys have your D6s with you. Hell yeah. That's fun. I need you to each roll one. Um, if not, Jake, we can roll one. <laughs> um, here, hold on. I think <laughs> you, I might be okay? able to. Uh, here it is. That did nothing. Um, did you just type roll a d6 into Skype? I did, and you can shut up. <laughs> and it just said roll a d6. Yeah, it just flashed across the screen for a second. Roll a d6. All right, Jamie, tell me what you were actual dice rolled. Yeah, uh, that was a three. Okay. Three shall be the number. I rolled a five. I rolled a three. We should we should have just like absolutely freaked out like what a three! Oh, oh my gosh, God. two threes! Yeah. The charges are right there. They take out sixty four. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this um group of um uh, of six options will probably be coming up again in the future, so don't worry that we Sweet. rolled only two of them. Um, because uh, the figures that step forward are all wearing similar types of robes. They're purple with a silver trim around the edges of the sleeves and the, the center of the robe and around the hoods. Um, Something but the robes tells me too- these people are either royal or political in nature. <laughs> but don't worry, the robes aren't like too long that they get in the way um, because they are also all very prepared for combat. I'm going to say all three of them are orfs of varying degrees of skin tone um, with their long silver hair as well. And two of them have very noticeable gold and green rings on their pointer finger with the thumb kind of like leaning against it, like ready to do something. And the third one Where's the Zajax when you need him? (laughs) I know. He's in the desert. That's where he is. That's right, he is. He's in the desert going through his own stuff. Uh, And the third one is holding in their right hand. It looks like a red rope, but it doesn't seem like it's like a physical thing. It almost looks like it's a magical or not ephemeral, but astral, Mm. like astral in form. Ethereum. Um, Ethereum. I believe the Skyrim equivalent you're looking for is ethereal weapon. (laughs) Yes. They got one of those suckers. Um... (laughs) One of them do so, love those. Love those. The three of these individuals appear and uh, run. Says to to you, Katrina. Well, uh, those are the people that were hunting me. Katrina, say hello to the mage guards, the official security force of the Bawayu. And uh, oh. well, they're here to kill me. So, a uh, little help would be would be appreciated. Thank you, Katrina. 
um, just takes okay. a second and she like looks around to see if there's like anybody else around, kind of like t- taking stock of her surroundings, and then she <laughs> she like flourishes the cloak of daggers out to one side, like gunslinger style, like hand ready to grab something, and says, "I sure hope you know how to use those things." <laughs> and then she throws the backstabber past all three of the mage guards. Now, this is going to be complicated because cool. I want to do a couple things simultaneously because I know the backstabber is its own thing. But I also want Katrina to sandify and try and not race the dagger, but basically like she's going to try and throw the dagger behind the mage guards and then sandify and try and catch the dagger behind the mage guards. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So she's going to throw the dagger. It's going to hit him. No, no, no. She's she's going to throw the dagger past them and then Sandify also past them and grab the dagger mid-flight. Oh, okay. She'd probably... I think... Yeah. She could probably confuse them even more if she throws it, like, up and over them. (laughs) Like like she's tossing a grenade and they're just like... Like lobbing it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, let's just have you roll... Because both of those are separate moves... Let's just do the turn to sand move, I think. All right, what's the difficulty? Because it's kind of a difficult thing that I'm trying to do. Yeah, so you're trying to do like a basically a blade, a sla- slash. So their resistance is... Because you're still trying to stab them in the back, right? So here's my, my, my big picture. I want to like lob the dagger to get them to look at it. Okay. And then sandify, grab the dagger midair, and then throw it again. From behind him? Yes. Let's just have you go against their resistance, which for blade is three. So three purple? Yep. C. Let's add, I hate to do it mid-roll, but add one of the setback dice because of all the The black one? Yep. I like how I like how this this move could seem like a tactical advantage because now you have one person on either side of the mage guard, but it could also seem like a bad thing because now you're each by yourself, you know? <laughs> it's, it's interesting how you could read it both ways. So, I have a success and an advantage. Nice. Well, great. Nice. Okay. It's not like you're going to say a but. So, this is no, the best great. possible outcome. Yeah. yeah so, you, you succeed in what you do, and that's what the success means, and the advantage you get an extra... Bonus. So you succeed in in hitting one of them. So I'll let you decide. You can hit either the one that has the red whip or one of the two that has the rings. Again, you're not sure what their powers are yet. And your advantage could be that it's like super deadly. You could now you're start you've startled both of them and give run an advantage on on her move. Um, or you could do something else. I mean, Katrina's an assassin. That's what she does. So I think it only makes sense that the only like, if she's 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 trying to kill somebody, she's going to go for the kill. So I think it only makes sense that, like, whatever this attack is, she's, like, aiming for the jugular. You know, she's, she's, she's trying to do the most amount of damage in the mm. least amount of time. So Can I think it only that? makes yeah. sense that the advantage is that it's a super deadly attack. Okay. Towards a person with a ring or the um, red ring? Yeah, since there's, since there's two people with the rings, I'm going to go for one of the rings. Perfect. Or one of the people All with right. the rings. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you're going for the jugular. I think the the backstabber. I mean, hits that was, that was a metaphor. I wasn't meaning literally, but that could that could work too. Yeah, I think that'll still be pretty bad. I'm gonna say <laughs> they're not like dead, dead quite this second, but they're yeah, wounded, pretty much out for for a while as they've now got this blade 
protruding from their neck. Yeah, bleeding from the neck is never Yikes. a good thing. Yeah, so they're not going to be a concern at the moment. Uh, right. I'm going to say before Run can get a chance to do something, I'm going to have one of them move. Sure. I'm going to say the individual with the, the red whip, they kind of like spin it around their hand, almost lasso-like, and throw it towards you. When they first held it, it almost seemed to be only a couple feet long, but when they threw it, it seemed to magically just continue to grow. Sure. As if either elastic or that's just the magical property that it has. It's a magic fishing line. <laughs> and it's going to now try to wrap around you. So I'm going to see if they can roll. So, Katrina, what is your uh, spell resistance? So that could just be resistance in general. Uh-huh. If you don't have... Yeah, I it, my my resistance is three. I don't have any additions in spell. Okay, so it would just be three? Yep. Bad guys doing some rolling. Oh, no. <laughs> well, hold on. Is that good for you, though? Okay, two successes. So they are able to wrap you with this, this whip. So it, does kinda, okay. it doesn't, doesn't do you any harm, but you are kind of like stuck in this situation. Sure. But they got three disadvantages. Oh, jeez. Oh, so okay. I'm going to say that the person, this one, who threw the red whip, is um, going to be distracted. So they're going to be easily to attack by run. Two could be... I mean, we're tethered together now. Yep. Which is not necessarily an advantage for them. Because <laughs> now they're, they're stuck dealing with Katrina. Yeah, so now maybe they've got you tethered and they couldn't escape you <laughs> if they had tried and <laughs> the one with the whip is just like in hindsight this was a very ineffective weapon choice by me <laughs> we're trying to res- they're trying to restrain the victims you know right right or the, not the victims the culprits and the third disadvantage mm-hmm. will be that I think they maybe accidentally uh, in the process do whip the person who got um, stabbed and so now they're like critical Jeez, okay. It didn't help them. Yo. I'm going to say that's a thing that can happen. I realize I'm playing three out of the four people in this party. Yeah. So that's not very fun. And if Ray shows up, then I'll be five out of them. Okay. All right. So Run is going to do her attack. She's going to draw her two uh, curved blades and run at the... I should probably do the one that we just got the advantage towards, right? The one with the red whip. Probably. Yep. So she's going to run towards that while their back is to her. And there's a whole shit ton of die. <laughs> she's got two successes, two advantages. Yo! Oh, sweet. So she's also going to go for the kill with one of hers, going to make it extra deadly. And she's going to use the other one to free Katrina from this. Sweet. Oh, okay. Hey, so yeah. With yeah. one of her curved blades, she gets a real good stab in the back, and the other one, she swings it forward. And she's unable to cut the red whip, but she's able to smack the hand that's holding it, and they let go. And so then it just kind of swirls around Katrina. And because I'm nice, I'll just let Katrina go again before the <laughs> main person goes. Yeah, well, hold on. Yeah, what's this chuckle fuck with the two rings doing this whole time? <laughs> like, I realize well, okay, this is we'll only a matter of then. seconds, but... So the one, the first one who had a ring is, like, nearly dead. He's, he's right. on the ground. Uh, we'll just have the other one go next, then. Yeah, because I feel like I, I want to know what these rings do. Yep. So... Again, they've got this one golden green ornate ring. It's about like an inch wide on their near the base of their index finger. And then they scroll their thumb kind of around it, like as if they're doing some kind of movements. And while they do that, you see some rocks nearby and some just 
detritus start floating ah, up shit. around them, and then they hurl it towards you. They like flick on the ring, and the items start hurling towards Katrina. Okay. <laughs> so they've got some kind of telepathy. All right. The rings. Um, I should probably have them make a move. I'm gonna have them do a move. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do something really freaking badass, but I don't know if Katrina can do it. First of all, how dare you say that? <laughs> Katrina can do anything. <laughs> well, that off alcohol, Katrina can do anything she wants. If Katrina can't do something, then it, I don't think it's an exaggeration that no one in our story can do <laughs> Not it. Not a single person can do it. <laughs> okay, so they were unable to hit you. Nice. They failed, but they had three advantages. So they didn't do you any harm, but I think all of the stuff whirling, like whizzing past you, the rocks and the the chunks of the pavement that they were able to pick up is going to give you a setback die on your next movement. You're going to be distracted from that. It's also going to distract uh, Run as well, and it's going to allow this person who has the ring to rush over and be standing next to... Uh, they're fallen comrades, so they've been able to move to be kind of by them. I see. Okay. Um, Good yeah. you move. I wanted I wanted to do something while the rocks were still flying, but with the advantages, I don't think it would make sense for me to be able to do it. I mean, we've established Katrina just has like <laughs> Katrina just has knives. Like that's the yeah, whole. Yeah, she just point. has normal knives. Yeah. yeah. Although I don't think. Oh no! I can use um my I can I'm gonna use a move. Okay. Nice. Um, nice. I'm going to use my cloak and dagger move, which is use sneaky to do a weapon attack instead of mm. doing a physical weapon attack. Nice. Cool. Okay, great. And that uses one of your... That uses one of my KP. Okay, great. Kinetic potential. What's the difficulty? Do I have a setback? Um, yep, you have a setback for sure, and their resistance for all blade weapons are going to be three. Okay. Boy, I sure hope Run is being like truthful about all this. Because <laughs> if it turns out she's like some super evil criminal and they're just regular tree guards trying to do their job, this would be really uncomfortable. The forestry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're the forestry service. <laughs> Did you say forestry? I just said forestry. I forgot to add like... No, no, that was good though. Like forest rangers, except for one yeah. single tree. I have forest a success tree. and an advantage. Great. What were you? So you're just trying to sneak and stab? I think the, the I think the cloak and dagger move. It just means like you use sneaky to do a weapon attack instead of like mm-hmm. physical weapon attack. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think I think the plan is just to like like whirlwind, like throw a bunch of daggers. All right, who are you throwing them at? Uh, the only one who's still standing. All right, the one with the ring. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Very good. All right, and so you uh, succeed in hitting, and what is your? You had one advantage too, right? Yeah, um, I think the advantage for this one is he doesn't die. Oh, okay. Um, I think the advantage is just incapacitated, because um, Katrina wants some answers from a third party. Uh-huh. Yeah, so maybe you, you throw a couple daggers at this person, and you're able to kind of knock them back. Maybe they, like, you know, they were stooping over to their injured friend, and so you're able to get them kind of in their shoulders, and then that pins them back. Yeah, maybe I can pin him on a tree or something. That'd be cool. Yeah, you pin him on a tree. Cool. And I think Run quickly rushes over and, like, yanks the ring off of their finger so they're unable to do some weird shit while they're pinned against the tree. And the other two people aren't 
dead dead yet, but they are dying. Like, that's where they're, like... Mm-hmm. Like, if it was D&D, they'd be making death saving throws. That's where they're at. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And so you've got this, uh, this mage guard pinned. What do you do, Katrina? Katrina just kind of saunters over to this mage guard and, like, takes off her cloak and, like, hangs it on a nearby branch and, like, sits on, like, the nearby marble bench. And she takes the the stiletto out of the end of her scimitar and just yeah. kind of starts like like picking her fingernails with it and she's just like you see now i have a problem <laughs> and the problem is i don't trust any of you <laughs> and you've all been very awful to be around this whole time she like points with the stiletto over to the guy in the tree and he says i need you to make a more pleasing argument as to why I should be nice to you, then this one, and she points over to run. Hmm. <laughs> I think, okay, a um, lot of shit's happening here. Uh, roll fear. Nice. Let's make a resistance three, but a boost because of everything. Well, that's not what I wanted. Uh-oh. I, did, I got all my good rolls in combat. <laughs> <laughs> well, this makes sense. Katrina's not... She hasn't done a ton of charisma work yet. Yeah, it's a failure with two disadvantages. And the combat went, like, insanely well for the two of you, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna... Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, a fun one. I think the, the mage guard <laughs> is about to speak, and you see... Oh, he's got a cyanide pill! I fucking knew it! You see Run just kind of, like, shaking her head and just, like, stabs him in the neck. Oh! With one of her blades. Uh, okay. So that's that's the disadvantages and the failure. But then Run says, Jeez. No, I'll tell you, right? I'll give you the answer you seek. <laughs> I think Katrina stands up and goes, I didn't want you to tell me what the answer was. I wanted him to tell me what the answer was. I've already heard him. your story. <laughs> I love you how Run is incapable of, like, not being as shady as possible in every moment. <laughs> That's the disadvantages, is you're not going to get clarity <laughs> on, on what she says. Oh, my you God. could be truthful. Could not. We don't know. She's going to say, as I mentioned, these mage guards are the security of the Bawayu and I guess of the, the beacon in general. As she's doing this monologue, Katrina is just like huffily walking around and like disengaging her knives from various yeah, yeah, yeah. body parts yeah. and like shoving them all like cleaning them on the grass and shoving yeah. them all back into the cloak yeah no i like that picture where run we're is, all picking is giving up nerf like... darts and <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I like that run is giving like the like this is it this is the time for all the the shit to be explained and katrina's like uh-huh yeah yeah wiping her blades <laughs> sure sure i mean fine i mean he was gonna tell me it's fine it's whatever God, this one's really stuck <laughs> <laughs> So, um, the reason the mage guard is just, it's not, there it is. (laughs) I'm monologuing now. Long, long ago. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is going to be good. You'll like this. I was working on this in our interim. Ooh, okay. (laughs) You see, the mage guard, they're not just like regular city patrols where they hunt down criminals. No, they only act when there are serious offenses being made. And while I have attempted such offense... The the beacon is run by two individuals, the the Magi, who is the leader of the magical forces, and then the Magistrate, who is more of the governing body implemented by the ruler of of Rillian. 
and I attempted to assassinate the magistrate. Oh, and I'm still planning on doing that, and I'm going to need your assistance in completing this task in order to properly redeem myself. Do you have a contract? I do. Can I see the contract? (laughs) (laughs) Roll? I had an idea, and I want to roll to have it be decided. Okay. Can you roll for me a persuasion or a fear? Um, I mean, I suppose it would be persuasion because she's not like yeah. trying yeah, to intimidate. Yeah, What's so. the difficulty? Yeah. I'll I'll be nice and give you a two because I know okay. you're a Christmas shit. And it wouldn't be that hard of a persuasion roll anyway. But I just I had an idea and I wanted to let the dice pick. Oh, sweet. Okay. Um, that's a success and an advantage. Okay, great. Right. Cool. Right. So yeah, she is able to. If if it was a failure or a disadvantage, I was going to say she lost it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's got it. It's she in pulls my out other, the contract. It's in my other cloak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she continues to explain. Uh, she says, as you all, as you know, Katrina, every contract given out by the Blades isn't, well, some, some of them are just for, for hire, but most of them are to eliminate threats to the Blades organization. You know this. Do, are you familiar with the group called the Burn Shards? <laughs> what? Um, Katrina kind of grumbles says yes well they were originally based in Rillian they were outcast hence the name Shard as they were broken off from most of the magical society here for their pyrotechnic displays and uh, tendency for cruelty what? okay but um, as you know the burned Shards have a great influence in Glenwood and they are not a huge fan of our organization working amongst the city and the kingdom. And we have lots of intel. As you know, the King's Shadow is one of our members. But she has informed us that if we were to straight up try to kill the Burn Shards, uh, the King would get suspicious and do an all-out hunt for the Blades. So that's not an option. We can't just all-out kill the Burn Shards. But I think... I think while she's like saying all this, Katrina's like scrutinizing the con, like looking over the contract all over the place. She's like, "This is mm-hmm. from my chapter." Mm-hmm. You're from my chapter. You're from Glenwood, from Costarine. Uh, I was. I was. Uh, I haven't been there in a while, um, so that's why you probably don't know me. That's where I was kicked from. But uh, the point is. We cannot kill the burn shards, but we can weaken them. And so they still had a few supporters here in Rillian. Mainly in secret, uh, providing them with intel, with resources and supplies. And that's what this contract was for. The magistrate of the beacon is a supporter of the burn shards. That's what the contract was for. That was a contract that I was given before everything else went down. And so I want to fulfill this contract to show that I am still loyal to the Blades. By by killing one of my own kind, by killing a fellow Orf, I thought that would that would show my true allegiance. Jeez. Okay. And um the contract uh give me a ratiocination roll. Okay. Difficulty three, but a boost because you're familiar with what the contract is supposed to look like. A failure with two advantages. I I have I have the idea. If okay. you if we, I want, um 
I was going to say the failure would mean you do not know whether it is authentic. Well, right. And I, I have an idea for, for what that looks like. Okay. Because um, I, I think she's looking it over and she goes, I don't, I don't recognize this name. Who is this minute keeper? Kor is the minute keeper in Costarine. Oh, is he now? Yes. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's telling. Uh, no, he was not the minute keeper when I was there. <laughs> I think we have a lot to to discuss, Katrina. Oh, 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 do you? Do you think we have some things to discuss? And she like gestures around to like the three bodies lying around. So I think she says we have some things to catch up on. And perfect timing wise, Katrina's boy shows up. Raish in sand form, you know, appears in the group, sees the three dead bodies, sees Katrina, sees Run, and he. <laughs> he just kind of goes, uh, hi, uh, I'm Raish. <laughs> um, I think Katrina like gestures to the one like slumped over by the tree and goes, I tried to leave one for you. I just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the, the three of them will, uh, Raish informs Katrina of the, the house that they have at JJ's. And so I guess I'll just let you decide. Do you think that JJ's house? And then, and then run also has a place. So, just to move on to the next scene, do you think Katrina would go back with uh, Raish to JJ's for the night and catch up with Run later? Um, and then they'll set up a time when they can catch up the next day? Or do you think she's going to go with Run and stay there for the night? Um, no, she knows where the gang is. I think she's just going to she's gonna follow this lead with Run because she's the closest she's been to actual answers all evening. And then Raish goes, uh, do you want me to... I, I can go back... I mean, I just kind of got here. I've, I've been kind of running around all day. I got, you know, I got trouble and then I came back and then I came to you and I, I don't know. What do you want me to do? Yeah, no, I just assumed that you were you were coming over to stay. I would prefer if you stayed. I oh. I would prefer to have you with me. You, you would? Cool. That's cool. <laughs> I, I would prefer that. I prefer that too. That's what I prefer to do. In this situation, <laughs> oh I think God. she kind of gives him like a weird, like smile, like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> great, cool. This has been a great conversation. Daytime, it's the morning after. Woo. It's the morning after. It's the next day. We're in JJ's house. Everyone was able to get a situation again. JJ had plenty of rooms and, and bedding for everybody. Um, it's a great breakfast. JJ does cook. He's, he was a little upset last night, but that's not going to put off his hospitality. Um, he's Grog has p- just returned from his morning run. Of course. Grog has returned from his morning <laughs> run. We all know this. This is how it is. <laughs> this is the way. I got to ask, did Rainer call his dad at all last night oh, before yeah. he went to bed. Yes, definitely. Great. And they just had just like a nice conversation or... Yeah, I don't think it was anything super like plot important. He did probably catch him up a little bit on like <laughs> the the restaurant interlude and mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. getting trapped into working there. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the idea of having like another scene of talking to him in the future, but I don't think we need to right this second. Yeah, not this moment. Yeah. We will. But Fans, don't worry. Yeah. He's keeping up with, with Bjorn. We haven't forgotten about Dad. Yep. 
Um, I do think for, as we mentioned, a couple of our party members either had no clothes or torn clothes. Um, (laughs) I do think, obviously, JJ's size is not quite the same as the party members. Right. But he does have some things that Quiss and Trouble could drape over themselves. You know, like maybe like a shirt that would count as like a whole... (laughs) So here, here's a question: Is Trouble the general size of anybody in the party? Um, I we've suppose said, he is. Yeah, I've, we've said he's like a pretty standard human size. I think. Yeah. So like he he would be like Rainer size or Jonathan size. I think yeah. so. Yeah. So could Trouble not just for the time being wear their work uniform oh, while yeah, they wear from... their normal clothes? Yeah. So how about this? Quiss and Trouble are wearing JJ's. Jungle jumble uniforms. Yeah, because Quiz had a yes. uniform already. Yep. I yep. I like the idea that Trouble wanted like because like I I like I I like the idea that JJ would offer like oh you can have some of these spare clothes except they're way too big and Trouble was like no I think he's gonna grab like a gigantic pair of pants but just like tie it off with like a rope or something so he's just got these pant legs that are way too big for him but because yes. he's tied it up it kind of works. Like, like a rope that. instead These of a belt, yeah. Super baggy pants. Yes, they're just ridiculous, yeah. And the uniform shirt. Right. Perfect. Yeah. I want to make it canon that the uniform comes with some sort of hat. Like one of those, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, one of those like short little like diamond-shaped ones that they have at diners. Yeah. And what color scheme is the uniform? I'm thinking orange and white. Ooh, and white. okay. Sure, okay. I love it. Let's go for it. Like striped. <laughs> like pinstriped? Yeah, that's what I was imagining in my head when I was thinking Great. uniform for some reason. No, that's way better than anything okay. I could have thought of. That's perfect. It's canon. So that's what Quiss and, and... Gosh, Trouble is just a color scheme mess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. He gets better every time. So right Trouble now... is like a kid picks screen. I think Grorg sees all the colors that Trouble is embodying, and he's like, and this is what the simplicity is all about. <laughs> this right here. <laughs> <laughs> All these colors. Uh, I think uh, JJ, um, he finishes his his prayers to the five heinous gods. He brings out breakfast, which is spicy bread toast. Oh. Spicy bread toast. God, that sounds good. Some other uh, fried like, scrambles. And you guys have breakfast, and it's great. Uh, Don't but... even talk to me unless you know about spicy toast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to this action. Yeah. So... Um, we've got Leroy, Quiz, Rainer, Jonathan, Grog, Eloise, uh, Nadabil. He's still at the restaurant. Yep. Um, oh my but God, as they're wrapping up their breakfast, they have to decide what they're doing today. I think. Um, I think Jonathan. Like they've all finished eating, and Jonathan, like bleary eyed, has just now come out to the like table and is sitting down, <laughs> like groggy and like scratching. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Don't like two of you have like school today or something." <laughs> Trouble Trouble looks very uh, put off by this, like a don't remind me kind of way. <laughs> it, 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 I love that Trouble understands the, con- the abstract concept of school and <laughs> like how you should react to it. Yes. But I mean, not that pants are a necessity. They- <laughs> okay, no, about that. Hold on. I did not mean to go like five episodes before getting trouble pants i never like we talked about it in episode one and then i forgot that was not supposed to be like tacit we weren't confirmation. supposed to be indentured servants at a restaurant and no, yet no, it i'm happened. saying i don't want 
I don't want listeners to think that, oh, every episode Jamie forgot to bring up pants, Trouble was just nude. Like, I don't want that. That's not the way it went. I just forgot about it. I have had to hold back so many potentially amazing jokes and comments. Oh, my God. Because I don't think this is the place for them. The trouble that Trouble was bringing? Because, like, I don't think we have those types of fans yet. But I want (laughs) to ask these questions. Uh I'm just gonna uh plot time. It's plot time. Oh look plot plot time. Plot time, wow. No, but uh, what I was gonna say is that uh it was it was like said to our group, like, oh, there's there's an obedience school for helping him like not do this kind of shit. So like that part I think he did understand, you know, like we're you're gonna go to a place where people are gonna teach you to be more polite and he's not really about that, you okay. know? He's just People are gonna just, tell me where to go, where right, to eat, right. what to exactly, do. Exactly, yeah. Leroy says, let's see. Yesterday we talked about how some of you guys wanted to go to school. Uh, that was Rainer. Uh, Eloise, you wanted fighting school. Grog, you were going to go with. Ozzy Trouble had to go there. And you were going to meet the lady, the teacher lady at the big tree. Yes. And then... Oh, and I when, when the sun hits the leaves is what yes. was said. So we better better get going because I I was just listening to that audio because I'm working on it. So that I remember that yes. And then Chris, Jonathan, and Abil, you guys were gonna go do your business stuff, and I hadn't decided yet. Jonathan turns or Chris turns to Jonathan and goes, "Wait, don't we have to go get Abil first? Isn't he still back at the restaurant?" And Jonathan <laughs> goes, "Oh." <laughs> Oh no! Abiel, he's still at the restaurant. <gasps> no! The restaurant? What restaurant? Oh, yeah, you know okay. my restaurant, JJ's Jungle Jumbo, the place where he was all working yesterday, the place where we met. You know, we had the places, and he did the coats, and he did the cooking, and we did the working, and he had the food, and he had a good time. It was a good place. It was, I had a, we had a party, and he's been working on the books. I think he's going to be doing a good job. He's staying up all nice. It's going to be real nice. Jonathan forgetting everything is, like, a lot more palatable than Jonathan specifically forgetting a beal. Jonathan, like, takes a second to try and absorb that, like, whole thing from JJ and yep. just goes, okay. <laughs> so how about this? Once everyone's figuring out where there's going to be hands off to, you twos can come with me. We'll pick up your friend Abiel, and we're going to get him off those books, and then we're going to be having ourselves a good day because I got a good work. You know, I got a restaurant to run. Okay. I, I, I want to say that uh, Rainer had committed to, like, wasn't there, didn't we have some lead about how we could find a search in general to help us, like... Yes. Yep, that was your whole thing that Yeah, you, you earned from the restaurant. Right. Uh, so I'm going to say you found a lead uh, that you were able to, that there was a search in general in the Beacon, okay. and that they were inside the Bawaiu. Oh, Okay. So that's not really something where Rainer can be like, I'm going to the Bawaiu today and just pop over there. Well, you're meeting the orc woman in front of that tree for true. obedience school true. stuff. You know what? Yeah. Rainer could go along as far as the tree and then see if he can actually enter later. Yep. Yeah. I mean, who knows if you're even allowed to go with trouble into school. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, Rainer, I'm just going to, I'm going to follow you today. Wherever you go, that's where I'm going. Yeah. Okay. Um... Sure. Since you are the hero. The more the more the merrier, I guess. I yeah. must join your story. Alright, so everyone's got their destinations? 
Yeah. J- Jonathan like reaches forward and takes like whatever cup is just sitting in front of his his spot. It's got some sort of dark liquid in it, and he takes a sip, and like within seconds, his eyes like shoot open, and he stands up and he goes, "What is this?" <laughs> Which cups you holding there, boy? Um, he looks down. And he goes, "I, I, um, I don't know. It's this. It's this one. I don't know." Oh, that wasn't for the drink, and that's a that's a hot sauce. <laughs> I, I think he likes. He like. He like. Could, could I get like a cup to go? Uh, wait, it's actually really good. <laughs> Jonathan likes it. Interesting. Ah, uh, sure, sure. Why not? Sweet. Yeah, yeah, Jonathan's yeah. wired now. Let's go. Sure. Rainer gives it a try, and he's like, man, if it's good, I'll try it. And he takes a little sip, and he's just like, no, 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 <laughs> no. then. And then he, like, doesn't open his mouth for, like, the next ten minutes, just because it hurts. <laughs> Grog's like, yeah, that's not a beverage. That's, like, you put that on things. <laughs> Jonathan's, Jonathan's like, sipping it. He's like, I don't know if it's the years working in the mines or what, but God, this is good. <laughs> So you're all gonna leave JJ's house together. This is not this is not a scene. Um, but when they leave, Trouble definitely just like turns right back around and instead of leaving, tries to climb the house. And they're just like, "Fucking no! Come on, dude! No, we can't! No!" And they just pull him back. PB's like, "Bruh," just wants to climb stuff. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work. So we move on. I think you all go to JJ's restaurant together, just because it's on the way. And JJ opens the doors and out steps uh, a beal. And uh, to remind you all, he did succeed on his previous role. So he emerges. I picture like dust out of the room and he's got a binder in his hand. Clean. <laughs> organized. No tabs. No post. No, no, no dog-eared tabs. corners. What, what it's role like, was it? He was attempting. Well, he'll, he'll say it now. Okay. <clears throat> all night long. I stayed up. I searched through all of the records and all of the archives. I transcribed. I felt like I had to translate an entire new language because of your fucking handwriting. <laughs> but oh. I was able to organize your reservation system. Wow. Look. And he, and he whips it open. I mean, it's got that that new book smell. I don't know how he did it. Everything that, like, is, fresh spine crack. Yeah, yeah. It's color-coded. As you can see, we have little star stickers next to important moments. Uh, we have an index in the back and a table of content in the front. <laughs> and it's going to uh, be easy to use for at least another 10 years worth of reservations. This <laughs> is the greatest thing I have ever accomplished in my <laughs> life. Uh, JJ just takes it and he's like, Ah, cool. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Abil, you didn't you didn't sleep? Like are you do you need to sleep now? No. Sleep is only for those who are weak or tired. Oh yeah, that's usually <laughs> usually what sleeping is for when you're yeah. tired, yeah. Jonathan just like raises his cup of hot sauce and goes, Guilty is charged. <laughs> the ravens of the night were not needed to keep me awake. For my oh passion my gave me the energy to stay alive. I, forgot about the I am more that. alive than I have ever been in my life. <laughs> oh my God. I think uh, I think Jonathan like kind of like side talks to Rainer. Like he he's only intending for Rainer to hear, but he goes, Are you sure you didn't trade a shadow for just 
saying a bunch of random bullshit all the time because he's really good at that. <laughs> now I am ready, Jonathan and Glorg, to fully devote myself to telling people about whatever the fuck we're telling them about today. <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting it. <laughs> yes, I love it. Um, um, but I'm not going to be with you today. Uh, you, Jonathan, and Chris are going to do... I don't care. I literally do not care. <laughs> this is all fine with me. I like this new abeel. I like it. <laughs> Raider's gonna go over to Quiz, and he's gonna be like, "Hey, um, just, I just, just like a heads up. I don't know if he's doing all right right now, but like, if he does need to sleep and he doesn't want to, I mean, mm. you know, you've kind of got that on lock if that comes <laughs> up. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think Quiz turns to Rainer and he grabs his like shirt." at the waist like as high as he can reach and he goes Rainer you have given me the greatest gift anyone could ever give me what I have so much power over this man and his day thank you and he walks off with Jonathan and Abiel okay so uh, we'll have Jonathan Abiel and Quiss Damn. Leave for now. We'll have their scene yep. more in depth next episode. But I just want to say, what district do they want to visit? Uh, I'm going to tell you, you would have been told by JJ or Grog. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, how do they ask. know? But, uh, <clears throat> well, here in the Beacon, we have seven districts. We are currently in between the religious and the governing sector. Sorry, they're sectors, not districts. <clears throat> yeah, that's a, such a Terebian thing. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. There's a religious sector, home, of course, to the great pantheon of the heinous gods, but of course there are other minor religions that are found here. The governing sector, where all governing bodies can be found, uh, is probably where we're going to be able to get some more money if we need to. <laughs> We've got the education sector, where the Instagram can be found, but also some training grounds for fighting. Eloise, that's for you. The entertainment sector. Enough said. There's a stadium. You can get entertained there. The industrial sector, home of many factories and uh, woods workers and people who do things with their hands. Craftsmen, that's the word. Of course, there's the agriculture sector. This is where many of the farmers live. But, of course, the farms are outside of the, the city, but they'll come here. And then there is the market sector, where a lot of the business is done uh, in an organized fashion. Are the farms in the jungle? Yes. Cool. That's tough, because I think Jonathan is torn between the entertainment district and the business district. But I think... Sectors, sectors. Sector, thank you. Um, I think for the for the for the purpose of finding the right audience for which to talk about a religion, I think the religious sector is a bad idea. I <laughs> think Ooh. I think they're gonna go to the entertainment sector. Okay. Nice. So actually everyone's gonna be walking in the same direction. Because right now you are in between the governing and religious and entertainments on the other side of the city. So everyone's going to be heading towards the Bawayu together. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, as you are all traveling uh, down the street, again, everything is very organized. Um, you're still getting lots of looks from people as you are the only humans in town and the only people who don't have shadows and the only ones who are blue. Um, <laughs> so all these factors, really, your jingling cap, your lack of knowing proper procedures, just everyone mm-hmm. is just giving you these... Those those glares, you know, side eye looks. Oh, or like oh, I'm stepping. sorry. Is there something we're supposed to be doing right now? <laughs> we didn't shout before we walked. Even if there wasn't, just the fact that you're so 
different. You know, people are just kind of like giving you a wide berth. All right. That's just how it is. And JJ's no longer with you. He's obviously back at his right. at his restaurant working. Of course, none of you know where Katrina or Raish are, but I don't think anyone which cares. Is, which is pretty common. It's yeah, pretty like, on par. Yeah, that's pretty standard at this point. That's like how this story works. <laughs> and if they were with you, I'd be concerned. Right. Um, but it is still very beautiful. As the sun is just beginning to rise, you're not noticing a huge difference in the light because the trees had been... These little glowing orbs within them had been providing a very yeah. steady glow. So it's not like, oh, it's now brighter. But it's just now natural light is starting to come in as the sun is climbing over the mountains, which are to the to the east of you. And so that's why, even though it's daytime, the um, sun hasn't... I'm sorry, the what of us? The east. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. It is east and really... Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. It's so unusual. <laughs> Interesting. What a strange new world we found ourselves in. We're so close to doing progress. Uh, so it, it, it is. It, it aside from the weird looks people are getting you, it is a very just like serene, calm morning. Again, there's still some of that uh, muzak playing, but it's not annoying. It's very right. calming, and right. you can still hear some birds singing. And you not can't tell if the birds are part of the the fake music or if they're making the music. You don't know. Oh, that's uh, very but, like Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's just very chill and, and and relaxing and beautiful with a couple of the silver purple leaves falling as a breeze rustles through and you're yeah. walking towards this giant tree in front of you and it's nice and and then it's it's a little less nice as the trees aren't glowing quite as bright um, the okay. lights kind of dim some of them like flicker. And then just kind of grow to like a muted tone. Then the trees kind of like sag. They like droop a little bit. Almost like they were wilting a bit. They just don't look healthy. The trees don't look healthy anymore. They okay. have looked very pretty. But they're just kind of drooping. And most notably, of course, the Bawayu, the big one, is doing the same thing. You just see this huge oh, tree in front of you start to like droop. Right as you're getting to the tree. And so the people around you are also kind of like looking around at the trees, confused as to as to what's going on. You're now at the Bawayu. There are plenty of people in this area. You can clearly see there's like a, a door frame that people are like lining up in front of. What do you do? Oh, uh, like the door frame of the tree itself? Yeah. So picture you've got this giant tree, just yeah, like it's yeah. a skyscraper building in, in dimension. Um, the roots of it kind of branch out into each of the streets that you've been walking on. And the doorway is like a, a large arch in the trunk um, where there's an actual like large door that seems to be closed at the moment, but people are lining up in front of it. I think Rainer would probably go there. Okay. At least like if there's people in front of it, then, then he can also ask like, hello, um, what is happening? Like what's going on? Did you, like you saw that right? The trees are yeah. I think there's kind of um, there's a murmur of people kind of getting in front of the door, all asking kind of similar questions to people in front. And the person that you asked, she turns to you. She's a she's an orc as well, and she goes, "Oh man, I saw the same thing too." And I'm like, "What's going on? Like, why is the Ba Wayu and all of her little Wayu?" Also, not feeling well today. Like, what's going on? Oh, this isn't a, this isn't a usual thing. This doesn't happen a lot. No, I mean, 
the Wayu, they're all like connected. Like they're all one tree. And I don't mean that in like a figurative hippie way. I mean it literally. (laughs) One, they're one tree. And so if like one of them's sick. Then they're all sick. They're all sick because they're the same tree. Oh, that's not good. I don't know what's going on. I was, I was here. I was trying to get in the Bawaii. I left some stuff in there, but guess I can't do that right now. The door's closed. Yeah. Is the door usually closed? No. It's usually open. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Has, uh, has trouble caught sight of that, that person they're supposed to meet here or not yet? Yeah. Eloisa's looking around for that person. Yeah. Give me a, a a searching roll. Oh, what, what does that mean? (laughs) What's the difficulty? No, for sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Three. Should have been more specific, yeah. What does it mean? You're looking for someone. That's what it means. No, I meant, like, what I should have said was, what's the difficulty? (laughs) Trouble. Searching. Okay, that's not ideal. Two failures and and an advantage? Okay, so I'm going to say you you couldn't find him. Right. You know, there's too many people kind of huddled up in the situation, but an advantage is um, this person that you're talking to sees that trouble is looking around he's like hey hold on is your is your little is your blue friend like looking for someone uh yeah he is but i doubt he actually wants to find her um yeah why do you ask oh it's just i'm a kind of i'm in a, a kind of important so if you like needed help finding someone i could i'm really good at that wait are you are you really that's what a coincidence that is that's yeah. You, you don't you don't happen to like I've heard a little bit about this. You don't happen to be the, a search in general, do you? Did you see my batch? No, I did not. <gasps> it's right here. It's right here. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, good. I think Rainer Rainer kind of blinks a few times and then he uh he holds out his hand and he says, "My name is Rainer. It's Jonathan great to runs meet you." Forward and slaps Rainer's hand down and goes, "You don't know what that means here." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not up on my uh beacon customs. Uh when you're meeting a new person for the first time, what what would you what would what would you normally do? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I've been out in the woods a lot, so if they updated that recently, then I wouldn't know. Uh but like last time I was here, yep. what you do? You you nod your head three times. Okay. And then you uh <laughs> You give a you give a, a little grunt, not a big one, but you know, whew. yeah. And then you uh, clamp fists together like this, like yep. a big, you know, like one of these. Okay. And then you then you say your names. <laughs> a lot of steps to this. Okay. Yeah. Rainer accepts that no question. So he nods his head three times and he goes, ugh. And then he holds <laughs> up his hand to do the thing. <laughs> is is it reciprocated? Yep. All right. Yeah, hell yeah. She, yeah. Goes, she goes back. Yeah. He's like, yeah. My name's Rainer. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, my name is uh, Grilta, the tree knower. All right, yes. Grilta. I don't. I think you might be yes. the exact person that I've been looking for. Well, sweet. I'm glad that this worked out really well for you. <laughs> I am too, Grilta. Yeah. Purely out of curiosity, what is what does a search in general badge look like, Nathan? Yeah, let's let's do it. So it's <laughs> it's gotta be it's made of metal because this is like legit, right? This yeah, is yeah. just like a little patch. Let's go with it's in the it's it's a it's a diamond. Okay, shape. Love it. Um, there's some orcish on there. You can't read, but there is there's a shape, and I'm gonna say you can recognize that it is the shape of the Orwell jungle. Hmm. 
because you've seen maps before. Like, yep. you, you're not the brightest, but you can kind of get that's that shape. And there's some stars in one corner. Like on the top, there's three stars. In the bottom corner, there's a picture of like three trees. In the right corner, there's a picture of some mountains. On the left corner, there's a picture of some waves. And in the center was the picture of the Orwell jungle. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Dope, 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 dope. Tight, 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 dope. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a search in general, and that's what I do. I love the jungle. I love the trees. And so this makes me really sad, you know? Yeah, so we're still not getting any... We're not seeing any glimpses of what happened or... I, to be totally honest with you, I was half expecting a certain someone to, like, drop out of the sky and be like, oh, ha, ha, I've poisoned the trees. <laughs> um, nothing like that has happened yet, though? Uh, no. Okay. I, I think uh, someone kind of clambers up onto one of the roots of the tree. They're wearing very similar garb to the um, mage guards. Purple robe, silver, um, gold. But obviously, none of you guys know that. <laughs> Dramatic irony. And they and they hold up like a ring next to their mouth and they start talking and it projects really Sweet. loud. Cool. And they go, Attention, everyone, can I please get your attention? The the bar value is currently closed at the moment. We are uh, yes, we know some people are still trapped inside. Um, oh. we know you have some things within we are currently trying to figure out the situation, but it does seem like the bar value has has gotten some kind of disease or sickness we are, are currently trying to remedy the situation as, as quickly as we can so if you could all uh, please uh, vacate from the, the doorway in a calm and orderly fashion uh, please do not step on any robes in the process otherwise you know what must be done uh, and and we will uh, we will notify you when the bar wire is open uh, but there's no need for alarm at this time everything is fine yeah uh, oh, guys. Okay. I'm not an expert on trees, except I am. Um, but I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't think everything's fine. Hey there, Questies. It's me, Nathan. Thank you so much for listening to Episode 6 of Season 3. The announcement that we have today is, of course, we did it. We dropped them brand new spanking music albums. The music from Season 2, The Gate Arc, has finally been released. I told you it would come out between this episode and next. Now, now did it drop yesterday, the day before this episode came out? Yes, yes, it, yes, it did. Um, <laughs> but that counts. That still counts. Uh, so we have released this one into two albums, uh, The Gate Side A and The Gate Side B. But why did we do that? Well, how about I hand over the mic to the musical maestro, the creative genius behind all these songs. Jamie, take it away. 
Hey everybody, this is Jamie. Um, I don't usually do announcements, but I wanted to give you guys a couple of quick updates on some music and production stuff. The first thing, obviously, as you've heard, the Gate albums, uh, the first big part of season two. I think it's like the first 17 episodes. It's quite a big chunk. Those are ready to go up on our website, nightsquestofficial.bandcamp.com. There we go. Got it in one. We're doing something a little bit different with this season because the first one, which we're calling Side A, has more of the standalone songs. It's like, this is the first time this theme has shown up, you know? And side B, like, I'm still really proud of the work I did for those songs, but there are a lot of remixes from both season one and season two. There's a few remixes in the first one, side A as well, but that is the big difference between the two. Uh, I still care a lot about all the music, but side A is definitely the, uh, the face of that part of the show, you know? And side B is like some of the more background hidden stuff. And those are ready to go, and I'm really excited about that. The second thing is, as we've talked about in the past, how the money from y'all buying those albums, even if it is just a dollar or if it's more than that, uh, that money, we've said, is going back into the show and upping the production in helping us with our equipment and stuff and making the show better, right? And there's a very specific way that's happening because I have finally bought a new computer. My old one, I love it dearly, but it was super old. Nathan and Jake can attest, it took such a long time to get anything going. Skype calls or like the actual recording process itself, it was it was a problem. So with this new one, that has really uh, kicked a lot of things into gear, and I'm super excited. And the reason I bring all that up is because the money from these purchases has directly gone to that. So you guys genuinely did help make this show, dare I say it, better. So yeah, that's all I have for you guys. Thank you so much for uh, listening to the music. Thank you so much for buying the albums. And thank you so much for just listening to the show at all. It means a whole lot. This show is just a ton of fun and I love doing it and I can't be grateful enough. (laughs) Thanks again, Jamie. Uh, Before we just move on, I just want to say I am loving the music behind these songs. I've been listening to them nonstop while I've been working on other things. A couple of my favorites uh, from both of the albums from Side A... I think some of my favorites have to be uh, number 18, Rainer Dies Again, and of course, number 30, Finally, A Fight Scene. So probably two of my favorites on that album, but there's a lot of other ones. And then in side B, uh, obviously other ones with Honest as Ajax, love those. Um, but more specifically, uh, number 13, We Have Commercials Now. That one is just a just a bop. Oh, and Mercs and Fools, wherever, wherever that one is. Yeah, number 29. So there's lots of really good songs. I recommend you go check it out. Again, nightsquestofficial.bandcamp.com or our main website, kqpodcast.com. It has a link to the music there. Check it out. Only a dollar for each album or more. Again, if you want to continue to help support more upgrades. Jamie got a new laptop. No, I'm thinking of getting one too because mine keeps crashing and making me have to re-edit the whole episode. And that sucks so <laughs> if you want to help us improve our podcasting abilities continue to donate and again just a huge thank you to everyone who's already contributed you're absolutely amazing so if you're liking the show you know what to do leave a review tell your friends follow us on facebook and instagram and check out our website kqpodcast.com you guys are all incredible you're amazing and i think i think that's all we got to say yeah next episode will be up in two weeks as usual it's gonna be march 26th may your place in his story Belong. Um, um, real quick, how how much more of this episode do you think we have left? Looking at the timer, we got 
12 minutes. Okay. Um, I'm going to be right back so quickly. I have been holding in um, a lot of pee. Um, <laughs> okay. I will go take care of that. I'll be right back. <laughs> Just an absorbent amount of pee. Too much. That's too much, man. That's too much. I like how you called the like worst possible outcome. You just called it the oh no. Yeah. Because I imagine if we roll it, you have to say, oh no. Oh no. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Boy, this one's going to be fun to edit later. Yeah. That's for post-Hawaii, Nathan. <laughs> Post Hawaii, Nathan will have more, more time and fewer deadlines. I imagine. Uh, I just need to get on the trip because they're like pre-vacation. You can't relax because you're getting ready for shit. Um. Hey, I'm COVID negative though. That's fun. I just got tested today. Excellent. Yeah. So that means I can lick all your stuff. I wish you wouldn't. Too I late. Wish, yeah. Well, he really had a lot of pee. <laughs> Did you say? When you said 12 minutes or so left, does that mean our recording is at around 45-ish? Yeah. Cool. I, I have 48 recorded minutes. Okay, yeah. It's probably a little less than that. Mm-hmm. I'm back, bitches. Hello. Okay. <clears throat> Let's do this thing. <laughs>